Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. This is episode 1111 titled Christmas and we are your co-hosts Lady J and T. How are you T? I'm happy. I like how it's a, you said 1111. I was like, oh, that kind of caught me by surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of awkward, right? Like how yeah. else to say that? <laughs> I know. Well, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about this episode? I have a lot to say about it, mm. which I don't know if that's good or bad, but I have some thoughts. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, what about you? General feelings? It was a weird one. Yeah. It was just weird. I was like, okay, so this episode is just, uh, we're going to watch Eric move along heaven, I guess. Walk around heaven. Okay. Let's get into this because this <laughs> is my first gripe with this episode. <laughs> Why the fuck is heaven the promenade? Thank you. Why does it have to be something familiar? Why does it have to be anything? Why can't it just be a void? Yeah. Like, it, what? Mm-hmm. How lazy was this? Yeah. It's like, yeah, let it be the promenade. Why? Because mm-hmm. he's getting gifts? Like, dumb. Yeah. It's heaven. It could be anything you want it to be. Yeah. They wanted it to be a Christmas theme. Well, I mean, it is called Christmas. Right. Exclamation mark. Yeah. That reminds me of Friends, where Joey's starring in a show called Freud, exclamation point. And Phoebe's like, you know, it's the exclamation point that really scares you. Like, it's not just Freud, it's Freud. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's my favorite. Um, But yeah, so picking up exactly where we left off with the last episode. Yeah. Eric finds himself in the promenade, mm-hmm. sitting there with his kilt on, Seriously. having a good time. And then Jenny appears. Grandma Jenny. Grandma Jenny, who we haven't seen in a while, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, she appears to him. And what I did like is that they don't waste any time. Yeah. Like he, it's almost as if he already knows he's in heaven. You know what I mean? Like there's no thing of like, where am I? What is this place? It's Mm -hmm. just like, Hey Jenny, like cool. You know? Yeah. Um, and she and he start walking around the promenade Mm -hmm. and essentially like shopping for gifts for his family. Yeah. And in so doing, we come across family members or like important people in the lives of the people from the last episode that yeah. he helped. Mm-hmm. And each of them ends up being instrumental in like providing a gift for one of the members of Eric's family. Exactly. Yeah. And Jenny's there the whole time by his side, sort of offering like color commentary mm-hmm. on like the goings on in heaven, you know? Yeah. Um, she seems to know everybody. Cause anytime anybody like introduces themselves, Jenny has like an, a, a kind word to say about them or, yeah. or asks about them or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're led to believe that heaven is a very, um like inclusive and cooperative and like yeah just like a chill hang <laughs> exactly and a lot of paperwork apparently yeah everyone's working mm-hmm. which if if it was a promenade i guess you would be too you know <laughs> it's so stupid but anyway so uh-huh. um i guess we should just sort of go down the line because they go in order too so yeah. we might as well so we start with matt mm-hmm 
Um, Eric goes up to this kiosk cart yeah. thingy where there's watches on sale. Mm-hmm. And Jenny's like, this is perfect for Matt. It's the gift of time. Mm-hmm. And the person who's manning that kiosk yeah. is the dad mm-hmm. of the overweight man yeah. who Eric gave that push to like start losing weight or, yeah. or whatever, working on it kind mm-hmm. of thing. And so Eric, so he, the dad tells Eric, like, you helped my son get on the right path and like yeah. get healthy. You gave him more time with his family. Mm-hmm. So here's the gift of time for you to give to your son. Yeah. Because Lord knows as a doctor and his wife's a doctor and what they have two sons, like yeah. they could use some more time exactly with their family. So he gets his first little package and that's for Matt. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. Matt will be thrilled. Yes, I think he will be. Oh, I know he will be. Time is the nicest gift you can get. And you can really only find it here. You won't find it on the internet. No? No. Can I tell you something just between you and me? The internet sucks the life out of time. Okay, Brenda. <laughs> Random dig at the internet. Yeah. Which was probably in its early stages back then. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely does take up time, though. It does. It is a total time suck. Yeah. Our phones are the worst. <laughs> oh my God. Instagram. Meanest thing that's ever been. What do you know? You're not even on Instagram. When I did have it, it was oh. a fucking rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> it was just like, what? That You're like, why did three hours go by? Dude, I'm finding that to be true for me with YouTube lately. Mm. Oh my god, the yeah. rabbit holes I can go down YouTube. It's it's becoming a problem. Yeah. Like I need to start waking up earlier in the day so I can watch all 15 episodes all 15 YouTube videos I'm going to watch before I go to work. Like <laughs> It doesn't help that for the first time in my life, I started subscribing to channels. Like I was never one to like subscribe. I would just would just watch whatever I would search for something mm-hmm. and watch it, you know? Yeah. So now my feed, like my homepage is just like totally catered to the shit that I want to watch, you know? Oh, wow. And clickbait galore. Ugh, I hate it so much. Oh, man. <laughs> so addicting though. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Matt gets time. I. I it's cute. I think so. Um, so then Jenny Next, yeah. steers us to Mary. Yeah. To a gift for Mary. Mm-hmm. And she sees it. Again, it's another kiosk cart yeah. thingy. She sees it. She's like, this is perfect. It's an eraser. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so that we can, so that Mary herself can forgive and forget yeah her transgressions or her whatever yeah that led her down the path that maybe wasn't the greatest for her Mm -hmm. and whatever which let's call a spade a spade this is brenda hampton trying to like i don't know wash away what she did to her (laughs) what she did i think and say like Let's all just agree that Mary's fine now and everything's okay. Yeah. You know, and because because Jenny's like, you know, this is an eraser. It'll help erase that stuff. And Eric's like, but 
it's already been forgotten. Like yeah. we don't hold that against her. Like we, you know, she's like, it's not about you. It's for her. Yeah. She needs to let it go. She needs to move past it, which then that's Brenda Hampton being like, ah, yes, it was Mary's problem all along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, such a bitch. <laughs> it's like so stupid. I also, the more I think about it too, like now that we're near the end of our show, like, um, it's funny that like, I don't even know if this narrative we've constructed about like the animosity between them is even true. I don't know if there is animosity. I just think what what she did to Mary low blow besides low blow. It just turned into a beast on its own, dude. It's like she did something and it's like she had to follow through apparently and really fucking hard. Yeah. Like that girl didn't get any breaks. When I mean, like, it makes me wonder if Brenda wanted Mary to be the star of the show. She probably did. Or, I would, you know, Jessica Biel to be the star of the show. I, I, I really think that was the case. I just so don't it know was what just happened. all about her all the time, except it was like negative about her all the time. Was it even in the beginning? When all no, was good with I'm saying, her? I'm saying when that transition oh. happened, right? Like yeah. somewhere in season three or whatever. Mm-hmm. When when it became all about Mary all the time. Yeah. But in a negative way. Yeah. Where, like you said, Mary could never fucking catch a break. Yeah. And like that gets old too, you it know? It does. It like, really does. Even if she was meant to be the star of the show, like the central figure of the show, mm-hmm. like there's only so much the audience can handle of like fuck up after fuck up after fuck up, you know, serious or foible after foible. Like it's like, okay. And what one note, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Jenny says to Eric, like, this is good. Like, this is what you're going to want for her. You know, if Mary could just forgive herself for her mistakes, Oh, it'd be so nice, but it's so hard to forgive yourself. Besides, Forgiveness belongs to God. So all we can really do is forget, right? I mean, people are always saying forgive and forget. Sounds like such simple advice, but it's so complicated. Best to just forget. But Mary can't let it go. She can't forget it. And so that little mistake became another mistake and then another mistake. And she would be so much better off if, like you, she could forget. But if Mary erases her mistake... There'll be nothing to remember. Yeah, but shouldn't she remember so that she'll learn something from it? That's not working. Okay, well, (laughs) then forgetting sounds good. I guess you have to know what to remember and what to forget. You got it. Hmm. I I kind of really like that, actually. Hmm. Because Eric's thinking narrow. Yeah. You know? If she doesn't remember her mistakes, how will she learn from them? Well, she has she has over right. and over again. This isn't about literally erasing her memory. Yeah. This is about moving on. Yeah, this girl can't move on from her shit apparently. Right. That's what it sounds like. That that just sounds like a lot of shame wrapped up into it. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Which yo parents, you could have helped <sighs> with that just saying. Yeah. There was a lot of judgments thrown around back then. Yep. Anywho. Mm-hmm. So we come back from commercial and Eric's just like chilling on the bench, you know, and like, yeah. I guess, taking a break from shopping. <laughs> so many breaks. And he's <laughs> drinking this like cute little like hot cocoa. He's got yeah. like the whipped cream. And then when he finishes it, some random person like comes and gives him a new one and takes yeah. a cup away, which that's heaven if I ever it, saw it. Exactly. <laughs> With whipped cream. Ugh. 
I actually haven't had hot cocoa, like real hot cocoa with like milk and everything mm. in the longest time. Yeah, same. I haven't had that, but it's it's really, it's always delicious, but it's so decadent. I can oh, never finish it. Yeah, it's, it's like too much. You need someone to share it with or you're like, sorry, half you of need, it. You need like an espresso shot level yeah. amount of it. <laughs> like, That's what they need Just to so you do. get like a taste and it like satisfies a craving, you know? <laughs> Man, there's like this one spot in, in SF, this guy, his, his hot chocolate. Mm. It kind of tastes like bittersweet like or dark chocolate flavor. And so it's dark chocolate with the cream added in there. So it's just, it's perfect with that Ooh, sweet yeah. and yet not mm-hmm. like with that bitterness not cloying yeah oh my god yeah I, that one though takes three people to finish small cup really yeah because it's, it's so much yeah it's just really rich but fucking delicious that sounds awesome just delicious i wish like it's just heavy on that fat because of the cream yeah and not in a bad way but i it's feel just like, like you could i feel like if you had a cup of that you'd need a nap <laughs> yeah actually probably like it would just lull you into mm-hmm. like a sense of like coziness yeah. and needing to sleep <laughs> and i think that might have been the last hot chocolate i've had and that was years ago <laughs> yeah years ago god i would want to go back for that um <laughs> so he's sitting there and just enjoying himself and then this woman approaches holding a package yeah and sits down next to him and starts telling him about how grateful she is because she and her husband, mm-hmm. well, no, she's grateful to him because he helped a woman adopt yeah. all five of her children. Yeah. And so she and her husband are so grateful to him because mm-hmm. now they know that their children are going to have a good home, a safe yeah. home, have all the opportunities available to them. Yeah. Were you incredibly saddened by this as I was? <laughs> I was. It broke my heart to hear this woman talk about how she, it's not like she had five kids that she didn't want or like yeah. whatever. She had a family. Yeah. Her, and her, her husband and her had five kids that they had to give up. Yep. Because they, what, couldn't afford to take care of them? Well, here's the thing. You don't know why they don't. She mentions a doctor. So I'm wondering, were they sick? No, she mentions that when they come back. back I know. So she's but going how does she to... know about the doctor? How does she know this doctor, right? Oh, the woman who adopted? Yeah, because she... She meets them there. No, I no, I oh, know... She the... meets him there? Yeah, she's going to meet him whenever they go to Ethiopia. That's how, that's how the adoptive mother, whatever her name was, is mm-hmm. going to meet her future husband, who is a doctor in Ethiopia, Doctors Without Borders. Right. But what I'm trying to ask is how does her name is fucking ethiopian woman yes in the credits so call her that yeah ethiopian woman how does she know the doctor is it she doesn't she says i've i've been thinking about make making sure he has someone because she's a heaven she's in heaven how does anybody know anything in this in this heaven scenario like because when she said that i was like okay she knows this doctor which means what was he there when they died because I'm thinking her, oh, the five children's dead. parents are dead. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. T, duh. <laughs> Holy shit. It never occurred like to me. Like, they're sick. Like, they have been sick. And they were maybe just going and, like... Oh, my God. Duh. Slowly no, dying. like, literally, you yeah. just blew my mind right now. <laughs> it, it never occurred to me that all of these people are actually really dead in real life. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, they have to they, be, right? No, you're right. That's, they're all that's dead. the implication. Yeah. But then, 
Ooh, okay. So she obviously probably, she and her husband probably died very young, maybe just the conditions in Ethiopia, lack of resources, whatever. I'm willing to accept that and understand that intellectually, okay? okay? And so anyway, she's grateful to Eric and she gives Eric a gift for Lucy. Yeah. Which is the gift of courage mm-hmm. because it comes down to, like in so many words, the yeah. courage to expand her family. Yeah. After everything that she's been through and everything yeah. that she's gone through and, you know, every, like how she's come out the other end stronger than ever, like yeah. to give her the courage to to move forward mm-hmm. and to continue her life kind of yeah. thing. Beautiful. Beautiful message. I love that it comes from Ethiopian woman yeah. who literally died and had five kids who yep. now are safe and taken care of mm-hmm. to pass the buck forward, basically, yeah. to Lucy, mm-hmm. who, you know, is also in a position to, yeah. like, grow her family and but whatever. how beautiful was this woman when she appeared oh God, on she's screen? she's gorgeous. She, I was like, oh, my God, you're, she's stunning. Yeah, really beautiful woman. Yeah. So, okay. After this moment, we take a quick sidebar to he Jenny takes him to where the nativity is happening at the yeah. promenade, right? And it's like a man and his with a woman and the baby or whatever. Yeah. And they approach and then the guy who's playing Joseph, who I don't know his name, um, he he starts thanking Eric for and this is where you gotta help me because I fully lost this fucking thread. Mm-hmm. Eric walks up to him and says, you're not really. And he and Joseph, the guy playing Joseph, cuts him off and is like, no, no, no. We're just giving artistic expression to what really happened. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? What? Who did Eric think he was? I don't get it. Did he really think that he was the like the real Joseph? Oh, yeah, he did. For sure. He really thought. Oh, my God. He's such an idiot. Yeah. He's like, are you? He goes, no, no, no. We're just, a- we we got the, uh, we got the okay this year. Okay. Yeah. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. But I still don't understand who he is related to Aunt Pearl. Right. So he starts thanking Eric because I guess the woman that Eric helped. Yeah. Let go of her fear of her Aunt Pearl. Yeah. Is that meant to be his daughter? That's the part that I, I'm really confused because he goes on to say like, that gives Aunt Pearl the reason to live because she sees, like, she's not worried anymore about right. her, her and niece. And the next thing you know, she lives longer and she's going to be there for her grandkids. She's going to fall in love as well. Aunt Pearl's going to fall in love right. with someone. So is this guy, like, how old is this guy? Because he's not old enough to be, you like, know, Aunt Pearl's dad. Exactly. I, I Unless, don't. I guess, in heaven you're, like, younger. But then there was plenty of old people in yeah, heaven. Exactly. Like, the whole... See, that part doesn't match for me. Yeah. That's why it never occurred to me that the people in heaven are dead. Mm. I just assumed... It's just a device, right? Like yeah. he's he's dreaming he's in heaven and so he's coming across people that are like thanking him for the work he's done down on earth or whatever, yeah. you know? I don't know though. I liked your theory that the Ethiopian woman had died. Yeah. But I, then this Joseph thing like fucking fucks it all up. I one, don't know. Yeah, this one's weird. And I still don't know who that the guy that was on the carriage, I don't know who he is to that family. Okay, so we're not there yet. I know, but I'm like, those were the two that I was really confused. Like, I don't know who they are. To, like, No, I think I know. Well, okay, we'll okay. talk about it. So 
so and that and that's the other weird thing about this whole Joseph thing is like everyone else we've met so far has yeah. given a gift to Eric. Like that's what that was yeah. the point of meeting them. This guy doesn't do that. Like no. he's just it's just about saying hi to him and Joseph like expressing gratitude or whatever. Yeah. Which now that I'm th- saying it out loud, like might have been been Brenda Hampton's whole thing of like, well, okay, we can't have Joseph giving a gift to some rando like that. Like it, it, it wouldn't work. Right. So mm-hmm. like all he's going to do is express thanks. Cause that makes sense. You know? I don't okay. know. Okay. So then, yeah. So then as soon as that's over, they're like, they continue their meandering around mm-hmm. heaven and, this horse and carriage yeah. pulls up and it's this um, man who, as soon as he realizes it's Eric, because yeah. he does that thing of like, you're Eric Camden? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. cool. He's the dad of the, the of girl the and, the, and the, the sister and the brother that, yeah, okay. who are estranged. Yeah, yeah. And so he's thanking Eric for bringing dignity back into the family yeah. bringing like helping them see the importance of loyalty to each other yeah and then eric makes a comment about like the horse and whatever mm-hmm. and so this man gifts ruthie yeah beauty dignity and loyalty yeah um not to mention because ruthie's got a thing for horses you know yeah. so it kind of ties out or whatever mm-hmm. but i thought that was really special too i think so Say that little girl of yours, Ruthie. She likes horses, doesn't she? Yes, she does. Then take her something from Snowy and me. Dignity. Beauty. And loyalty. The beauty's from the horse, of course. Oh, please. Everyone knows what a beautiful man you are. Thank you. I I, I will give these to her. Can't thank you enough. But you did. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to both of you. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Yeah, it is. This man is just so like vivacious. Oh my God. Right? In his like gratefulness mm-hmm. to Eric, you know, mm-hmm. and Eric, I think is a little like awkward about it. Like, yeah, but you did. Thanks. Like, yeah. you're good. Kind of, you know, like he doesn't know how to take it, you know, because he's such a humble man. Mm. Um, so from there. They've sort of like walked around the entire promenade. So they're just like sort of standing there, right? Like the horse and carriage like drives off. And then all of a sudden, this like angel girl appears. <laughs> just super happy. She's vibrant as all heck, but she's also like kind of goofy. Yeah, she's a klutz. Yeah. One, like she's just, she's and definitely a she klutz. She even says she's new, like she just got her wings or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, like this is her first assignment, which is like like the first t- time that it's mentioned essentially that like, oh, so the way it works in heaven is like when you die and you get your wings, then you get assigned to somebody on earth yeah. that you watch over and you guide through life kind mm-hmm. of thing. And so we learned that this little girl was assigned to the twins. Yeah. I say little. She's just young. She's not like yeah. a kid. Um, she's like a teenager or something. And she was assigned to the twins. Mm-hmm. And she's like really excited about it. Yeah. You know? But Eric starts asking questions about like, well, what about his angel? Like, does he have one? Yeah. You know, what's what's he or she up to? And Jenny's like, yeah, it's Gertrude. She's yeah. on she's on it, man. The minute you got here, she went, she filed all the paperwork. She's yeah. talking to the man upstairs to see if we can send you back because, you know, it's yeah. like too soon. You have too much work to do kind of thing. But she's on it. She's got your back, you know? Yeah. 
Meanwhile, Gertrude um, summons up these two little gifts <laughs> for Simon and yeah. David. Not Gertrude. The, A- Angelica. A- Angelica, thank you. Summons up these two little gifts for Sam and David, and it's respect and cooperation. So do you know what I should get David and Sam for Christmas? Of course. They need cooperation and understanding and respect for each other. And they do. Yeah. We've seen that to be true with these twins. Yeah. Like they, they don't always get along with each other. Yeah. They are a little competitive with each other. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice that there's going to be an angel sort of looking out for them and keeping them in in line with each other. You know what I mean? That's cute. Um, so that leaves us with the final gift, Mm. which did you notice when they're walking, like as they're cutting to commercial for the final act, right? Yeah. They're walking and the camera pans up to the marquee of the theater and mm-hmm. it says the last gift. Yeah. <laughs> like literally <laughs> the last gift. Um, so the, of course the last thing is Annie. That's yeah. the last one on his list. Mm-hmm. And Jenny does that hilarious thing of like, let's see, we did Matt, we did Mary, we did Lucy. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about Simon. Oh, Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, there's a lot to talk about with Simon. A random woman yeah. approaches Eric mm-hmm. and Jenny and um, sort of like, volunteers herself kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and is very grateful and thankful to Eric and his family for all that they've done for her son. Yeah. And her husband. Mm -hmm. And she even does that cute thing of like, you, you don't know who I am. Like, although you might see like my son in my face, like, you know, like she, like people say he looks like me or whatever. And then Mm -hmm. he like takes a good look at her and he's like, Martin's mom. And yeah, uh, my heart, like it was so nice. It was really cute. Another gorgeous woman. Dude, what is it? Beautiful. There's there's something in the water up in heaven. I'll tell you something in that hot cocoa. (laughs) I want that hot cocoa. (laughs) Um, yeah, so she, he's like, oh my God, yes, of course, we loved having him, you know, whatever. And so she offers a gift for Simon, yeah. which is purpose. Mm-hmm. She gives him the gift of purpose because, yeah. you know, he's he's lost that a little bit yeah. over the years. Yeah. And um, now that he's like away, it's his last year of school, blah, blah, blah. He's living on his own and not really needing help from his parents from what we're hearing. Right. So he's resilient. Like he's doing really well from himself, but is he happy? We don't know. Happy and what? what's his drive? Yeah. You know, what's he doing it all for? Mm-hmm. And so that was sweet. I thought it was a nice way to keep Simon alive too, because yeah. let's face it, like, Simon kind of got the short end of the stick with this season. Oh, I think so. Because last season was all about him. Mm -hmm. And now he's like nowhere to be found. And so I thought it was a fun way to like keep him relevant. Yeah. In a way that's not like cheesy or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. just sort of like, yeah, he's okay. Like he's doing him, you know? Um, so that was Simon. And then, okay. So Annie, Mm -hmm. so Jenny, is like 
well, what do you get for her? Because what does she need? You know, she's already got the most important thing. She has faith. Yeah. Before we talk about Annie, though, I want to talk about we've I forgot there's like a whole other section of this episode that's happening on Earth. Yeah. So while Eric's dealing with all this stuff up in Mm -hmm. heaven, right, we cut over to life in the Camden house a couple of times. It's not constantly cutting back and forth, but a couple of times. Right, because again, fresh off the heels of Annie having called Eric the previous episode saying come home for dinner, whatever. So she's waiting. They're waiting for him to come home. He was on his way home and the dinner's ready, but no one's eating kind of thing. Yeah, they're going to decorate the tree. Yeah, she had this urge to like, even though it's a little early, right? Yeah. She had this urge to like, get the tree and they're going to decorate it. Mm-hmm. She's pulling out all the, um, the decorations and stuff. Yeah. And Lucy even had this weird thing like in her to like come home early from her little trip yeah. with Kevin. And, and so it seems like there. she didn't even fulfill that trip, dude is because actually you're, yeah, it she did it that same day. It was the same day. She, w- she like, went up and then came down. Yeah. Basically it's like halfway. Oh, let's turn back. If they assuming they drove, yeah. I think they probably flew. Oh, and then hearing Savannah, mommy, I was like, that oh. is so cute. Oh my god, dude, Savannah's the greatest actress that's ever lived. Dude, like she throws her arms up saying, "Mommy, she's." How do they get this kid to act? I don't understand. I don't, yeah, I don't know. She's super. I've fucking never cute. seen a two year old take cues like that before. Yeah, I know. Lucy's like, "Hi, Savannah," and she screams for mommy. Yeah, like what? Mm-hmm. Okay, genius. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just phenomenal. She's super cute. Um so there and and because the longer Eric doesn't come home, obviously the more they're freaking they're, out. They're they're tripping and they're trying to be positive and they're trying to like not go to their worst place, you know. Yeah. Um but Annie has to just keep being like, "No, I have faith. Like yeah. I know he's okay. Mm-hmm. I I would feel it if something was wrong with him. Yeah, you know, she knows he's okay, and he's probably just got held up in the office. Someone came in at yeah. the last minute, you know, and he'll be here. He'll he'll get home soon. And she doesn't want to call him because she doesn't want to bug him. Yeah. you know. And meanwhile, he's probably like on the floor of the parking lot next to his car. That's the weird thing about this. We don't see. Yeah, we never actually see what. We don't see what happened. The real life circumstance was. Yeah. I'm like, did he faint by his car? I'm guessing he did. Yeah. I'm guessing he fainted, came to, mm. and obviously was okay enough to like drive home in the end. Mm. Not, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but um, so yeah. So Annie really has to like keep the family together yeah. here because the longer it takes for him to get home, the more they're tripping. Yeah. And Everyone offers their way of finding him. Should we go to the church? Uh, should we call? Like, I think they even mentioned like calling the hospital too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Kevin wants to like call his buddies at the station, see if anyone's seen anything or heard yeah. anything. Um, yeah, but Annie's like, no, we're gonna stay right here. Yeah. We're gonna be the family. We're gonna start decorating the tree. We're gonna yeah. have we're gonna have a good time. And when he gets home, we're gonna have a great dinner. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. Everything's gonna be great. And funny enough. Uh, no T-Bone, no Jane, no Margaret in this yeah, episode. Yeah, this episode is not about them. This yeah. is Camden City all day long. Yeah. Like, fuck those replacements. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so, okay, so back up in heaven, or back over to heaven. I don't know, yeah. up, down, left, right. Promenade. Mm, promenade. <laughs> um, um, it's time for the last gift. Jenny's like, 
well, okay, what do you get for her? Or what do you, what do you, well, she doesn't need anything. Like she's yeah. already got everything she needs. She has faith, everything. And so she tells him, she tells him like, the only thing that is like the perfect gift for her is this cameo mm-hmm. that was handed down to me and whatever. And I never got the chance to leave it for her, to leave it to her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and of course, like she shows it to him and it's this gorgeous thing. Yeah. Oh, it's on the floor. And then he's all like digging for it too. The, oh, yeah, because the it pin, drops. it drops. Yeah. Yeah. It drops on the ground and like he's trying to find it in the snow. Yeah. And he does. And and then he's he's like, yeah, it's gorgeous. And she tells him like, this is the perfect gift for her, whatever. And then she kind of interrupts him from handing it back to her. I guess so. Oh, you know, because Gertrude shows up. Yeah. That's that's what I was missing. I was like, how do we get from there to reality again? It's because Gertrude shows up yeah. with her paperwork, right? Seriously. And she basically like gives him the all clear, like like he's been cleared to go yeah. back. And so that happens. And then we cut to interior Camden living room. Camden's all sitting around. Yeah. And Eric walks in yeah. wearing his kilt, wearing mm-hmm. his suit and... Um, you know, obviously everyone's like happy to see him. They were worried, uh-huh. but they're glad he's okay. And he goes to hug Annie. Yeah. And he's got the cameo mm-hmm. in his hand. Yeah. And she sees it and she's like, how, what? How did you get what? it? And he's he starts to like open his mouth to like maybe try to explain. And she goes, you know what? I don't even care. Yeah, I, it's perfect. Yeah, it doesn't matter how you got it. It's here now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the most amazing metaphor. Yeah. For literally what just happened in this episode. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter how he went to heaven, heaven. came back. None of yeah. that. All that matters is that he's home now. Yeah. And you brought this little gift with it. Yeah. Yeah. And we do find out that Stanley is his guardian guardian angel. Oh, yeah. Because Jenny we, tells him as much. Uh-huh. She goes, when you got the news, you, uh, you had someone standing there right next to you. And he, mm-hmm. she's like, who? And then she just like looks at him <laughs> like, you didn't know? <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. And I like it that they that they made sure to tell the audience Stanley isn't a guardian angel for right. Eric. I like that they put that little touch. It's kind of cute. Yeah. But yeah, because Jenny makes this sort of a comment about how there's there's lots of angels in your life. Like, yeah. it's not just this one up here with the wings. Like, yeah. you know, there's all kinds of agents in yeah. life that are there for you, you know? I think if I were to have a guardian angel, I would want them to be kind of like Stanley, which is dry and a little dry but also like give me your jacket just like (laughs) fucking with everybody yeah yeah yeah. it's just a little naughtiness that's like perfect but like not mean obviously not a a harmless guy he's just asking and y'all are giving it well I, i always go back to like the best example of that kind of a character trope yeah in my in my mind is Rowan Atkinson's character in Love Actually. Oh. Like, his character is the perfect 
guardian angel type character where he's always where he needs to be for every single one of the character storylines. Like he's right there at the right time. He, he plays for the comedy, right? Uh Like when he's, when he's obviously like stalling Alan Rickman's character from getting, from getting the gift that he's going to give to his mistress, right? Or when the boy at the airport needs a distraction to allow him to jump the turnstile and he's like trying to fidget looking for his passport for an hour. He's having a hard time. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, oh, sorry, I must have left it. (laughs) Like, that's my favorite. Like, that is ultimate guardian angel shit for me where where you don't really think too hard about it, but if you really look at it, he's pulling all the strings, Uh you know? (laughs) God, I remember hearing his voice like that and I was just going, oh. That's like, his voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I yeah. don't know. He's a trip, that guy. <laughs> um yeah. This is not the worst episode. I'll it's say not. That. It it was it was sweet. It's a sweet episode. That's all it is. Nothing is happening. Really nothing is happening. There's no progression. There's nothing. All you see is the love this guy has for his life. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and, and you're reminded. Yeah, exactly you're reminded of like what makes the Camdens great. You yeah. Know? Like they're like the familiness of mm-hmm. it all. Dude, you know? he eats everything. Oh yeah. That's what I was going to talk about. He eats everything. They're, it's so they good. They start caroling for him and uh, bring out like everything, every food known to man. All the shit that he likes. And, and that, all the and things that, that he's been bad. depriving himself of ever since his heart condition, yeah. you know? Burgers. Steaks, whatever, shakes and fries and just all the greasiness. Yeah, he's just lapping it all up. The best part is when they tell him, "Oh, this was sent by all the waiters for always tipping them." Oh God, I know. I was like, "Oh yeah," because he ate out a lot. Yeah, (laughs) right, (laughs) right. Uh, Oh my God, it was a Shake Shack, a Shake Shack, Dairy Shack, shack. (laughs) sponsored by. No kidding. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he had a good time up there. Yeah. But now he's back. <laughs> I can eat all those things and be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it was... I'm going to give this one two thumbs up. Yeah, I can give it two thumbs up. I know I can because it was just... It was fun to watch and it was sweet. Yeah. It really was. But that... Gertrude, her standing there with the papers. Yeah, I mean, that very was... Very serious. Yeah, I'm like, so is he going to die? <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I of course not. I mean, yeah. let's face it. Like, there's no way halfway through the episode, the season is when he dies, yeah. but, if he dies at all. But when you hear Grandma Jenny sing, oh, Charles is like out, like getting some. Oh, I know. oh my god! Oh. I know. I got a little sad. I was like, oh my god, I forgot. Yeah. Not to mention, I'm sure he would have been in the episode if he could be. Oh my god, he would be such a great addition. I know. Like it would be so nice the to see the two him. of them like walking Eric around showing him the ropes. Yeah. You know? That would have been so adorable. It would have been a totally different episode. Yeah. I still have the question of what happens when Ginger dies. <laughs> yeah, bro, they never talk about Ginger. Because because obviously now, okay, he's dead, so he gets to reunite with his first love, yeah. his first wife. But then he loved Ginger too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. what happens then but maybe then we already talked about this maybe then she goes back to her first husband you know yeah maybe yeah, yeah probably and then they become best buds all yeah of them. foursome I love it no not in a sexual way calm down everyone yeah nasty <laughs> get your minds out the gutter <laughs> um yeah this was a good one okay I dig it hmm. I think that's gonna do it for us folks yeah 
As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting app. You know where to find us on social media. You know how to send us emails. Don't forget, folks, halfway through the season now, it's only a matter of time before we start or before we record our like special final moment thing. So if you have questions, thoughts, insights, things that you've always wanted us to know or tell us or anything, send those in now to F-O-R-H-E-A-V-E-N-S-S-A-K-E-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. That's for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. It'll all be in the liner notes. You know what to do. Yep. And until next time. Bye. Ciao.